welcome back to Dream a Little Dream, our space to talk about art, life, and everything in between. So we are now post Plain Air Slotsburg. Um, we had to go with the rain date this year because the original date of the 16th of August was rained out. It was kind of weird to have the week, so it was like it was postponed to the next Sunday, and it was just like this kind of like middle area where I was like, you know, I had been planning this event since February. I put a lot into it this year, like the past the previous two years, so this is the third time that the event went on, and so the previous two years I had kind of, you know, put it together, I guess, starting in maybe May or April, started thinking about it, started advertising. But this year, I I was like, I'm gonna, I want it to look really put together. Like, I want it to be sharper, have a better image, and just like really have a robust feel. And I feel like I really manifested it this year, even though despite the whole pandemic and everything else is going on. But I did a lot of design work making the maps and making the logo. And then I even had uh, my friend Patrick Hughes, he did a whole bunch of design work to make the posters. And we collaborated with the Friends of Harmony Hall to make sure that we put all the correct information in there. And it was just like, I feel like that I finally culminated into this situation where I really honed in on a professional side of the event whereas before I kind of just like we kind of threw it together and one of the other aspects of this situation is that um there's a man Peter Bush Peter Bush who is a descendant actually of the 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 Sloat's house the the friends the Harmony Hall is the the benefit so there's a house in Sloatsburg called Harmony Hall which is under renovation, which is is the people who have formed, the Friends of Harmony Hall, have formed to renovate and bring that house back to its original era, look, feel. I think they're even trying to go for like the original, you know, fixtures and everything. And so like Victorian era. And so it's it's no small feat. They've been working on this project for 14 years tirelessly trying to raise money to renovate this house and put it back to this, you know, historical this historical place. And we he, Peter Bush approached me a couple of years ago and he asked me if I knew of any kind of art events that we could do to get the community involved. And I was like, let's do a plein air event. So we just kind of threw some stuff together and we each collectively put in 300 or each put in $150 of our own money to kind of make the event what it was and maybe a little bit more on each side depending on what kind of advertising and a little bit of printing that we did. But so we're talking about a budget here of $300. And you might be like, whoa, $300, that's a lot. But it really, when you're looking at the whole scheme of things of really pulling off an event, like a plain air event, it's not a whole lot of money. Nonetheless, a plain air event is a quite cheap event to pull off. I mean, you don't really need a whole lot. You just need a very cool landscape and some artists and, you know, maybe some some drinks and some advertising. And so, but you could spend, you know, let's say you could spend anywhere from zero to the infinity on it and so just imagine how an event could turn out the more money that you spend on it you know I mean obviously there's probably like a threshold of like okay now it's just like over the top you guys can just settle down now but (laughs) so so notoriously the last two years we've spent 
collectively $300 on this event. And the event has always been lovely. Everybody's always enjoyed it. The artists are always very cool. And the people who attended were always very interested and very favorable about the event. And it was always a feeling, we all always left it feeling good. And then this year, because there was there's some grant money that the Friends of Harmony Hall had that they usually put into another event that they do every year called the Bluegrass Festival, which is where they get a stage and they have bands. And, and this event costs a lot of money. I mean, I don't know the exact dollar amount, but I know that to, to even rent the stage, I think, is like $10,000 off the top. I mean, I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't really know. But so this that event has, you know, and it, it brings a substantial crowd. They advertise. They do, you know, they spend all of the money to make this event very big. They have they even get porta potties. I think there's a, a food truck sometimes. So, I mean, just think about all of the facets of like how much these things cost up front and they don't charge an admission. So it's not really like a big time money maker. They do, however, have vendors. So then the vendors pay an entry fee to come and sell their wares. So there's there's that some generation of revenue there. Plus, you know, people come into Harmony Hall and get a tour and sometimes they leave donations and stuff like that. And so that's kind of what Harmony Hall has been subsisting on. They've been insisting on mostly free events or events uh, for low cost where people who are kind enough to leave a donation or uh, pay for a membership to be on to be the friends of Harmony Hall, be one of the friends of Harmony Hall to support this renovation project. And so we've been just really trying to brainstorm. And so then then there's tourism money and there's grant money that's available to help facilitate this. And so because Bluegrass Festival was not able to go on this year, there was just money in the pot. And they said, let's put it on plain air. And so this was a crazy experience for me because I realized how much spending you know, a couple thousand dollars. And, uh, you know, I'm like, still like, wow, how did we spend, you know, how did we spend that much money on this event? But I mean, we bought a banner, we bought a banner that went, that was supposed to go across the this walkway, but we ended up hanging it on a bridge, um, a banner that cost $700. I mean, it's beautiful. It was all the same the same uh, logo and you know everything was matching and <laughs> perfect and I'm just like still kind of in awe of all of this you know fanfare that went into the event and we advertised in the Bergen County newspaper and there was other advertisements put in other free posts and you know we paid for stickers and we paid for um, barricade tape to go around all of the artists to keep everyone six feet away you know we wanted the artists to be comfortable and so um, it just it really opened my eyes to the fact that putting money into something can really change the look and feel of the event it can really give it legitimacy and so I'm really appreciative to the Friends of Harmony Hall for allowing me to experience that with regards to this event, allowing all of us to experience that with regards to this event. And I'm hoping that, you know, in years coming, moving forward, we can continue to get grant money to put into the event. But the hope is, is that eventually the event can also generate revenue for the village of Slotesburg for the renovation towards Harmony Hall. So that's that's a, a long story short. My out my understanding of this is there's a lot of times 
where we think about money, right? And we like, we get snotty about it. We're like, oh, well, they have all that money. And so that's why they can do that. Or like, we think that money is equals like greed. Or we have, we just, everybody has their own little things around money. Like money mindset is a big deal in this, in the self-development world. And even this podcast is kind of based in that whole thing of being able to make a living, make enough money to be able to pursue your passions, to be able to pursue your passions full time or to be able to, you know, into that costs money. And so it's really interesting to me to think about it because I've really been trying to get through some of my money mindset, some of my like limiting beliefs with regards to money because it's like, well, I would love to be able to make the kind of money that I most dream about making, right? Like I would love to be able to make more than $100,000 a year or a million dollars a year or what What would it look like, right? Like, I just would want to know. I don't want to feel like something is out of reach, you know? Like, not just dream a little dream, dream a big dream, you know? So, like, what, what would that be? And one of the ways to kind of think about money that has been working for me but it doesn't isn't actually totally working yet but is something that I've been really trying to kind of grasp onto and and make as my mantra is that money is good and money that are that or money is is neutral so money has is just energy let's say money is just like trade you know you can just you use it to decide how so that people don't just run in the store and grab all of the chips off the shelf it's like it's a way to regulate things it's a way to exchange it's a way to to be more sophisticated in how we allocate resources and to be more methodical right so just like at its root it's kind of neutral in that fact but when you think about each person so let's who has the money so like a lot of times we think of, oh, the people who have a lot of money, they're greedy, they're not good people, they probably cheated, or whatever, these negative things that we attribute to it, besides thinking about what if a good person, like I believe I'm a good person, or you listening to this podcast, you're a good person, what if you were a good person and you had all of the money in the world? Would you do more good things? right? So then I think about this plain air event. So like this plain air event is something that's meant to benefit the community. It's meant to bring art to the community. And that's one of my big goals in life is to bring, to bring art to the public. So the public sees how art brings community together, starts conversations, keeps connections moving and show, just to show how important art is to our lives. And so the more money that I have, the more capable or the more money that's available to me to use for this mission or for this goal, the more people I can reach with that mission and with that goal. And so the plain air event, just by being able to spend, I don't know, like, let's say four times as much, it's, it might even be more, four times 300, what is that? That's, I think we spend almost, I don't know, like, I can't, I don't, I didn't do the budget. I know that it was in the thousands. And so, I mean, four times as much money on the event and it created this way more exposure. We got 
more of the community involved, even in a pandemic, we, you know, people really understood that like, oh, this is a fun event for me to get out of my house and look at, I can just come and look at, watch painters paint live and how, how amazing is that? It's like just something good to do that, you know, creates connection with each other, creates connection with the community. And so to me, it's just starting to prove. So this mantra that I've been saying is money is neutral and then if good people have money then there will be more good in the world and so fine there are people in the world that are bad and they do bad things with their money but there are also good people in the world and they do good things with their money and so I think that in this day and age where we're trying to be more conscious about how we spend our energy or how we spend our money and who we give our money to and we want you know we want ethical companies we want sustainability we want we want all of these good things i think that we should start to think about that when we spend our money or when we see people gain success when we see people wanting to make money and so you should see the intention behind what is their their reason for wanting money yes of course I mean we all want to have money so that we can have a comfortable lifestyle like that's it that's at the base of it and so it's just instead of building that judgment about money being something that's negative look at money as a way to expand what you are what your mission is and the people that you can reach And that's definitely something, that's my 100% big takeaway from this event and the money that was spent on it. And I am forever grateful and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to experience that because it really has facilitated within me this idea that more money doesn't equal more problems. More money can equal expansion. More money can equal more goodness. More money can equal more awareness so thank you again for the friends of harmony hall for allowing me to experience that and i also wanted to re-point out which i have pointed out in previous other intros to the podcast um that you know again going back to that the first two years that we were doing this plain air event where we're each me and peter bush are each putting in 150 dollars right and just like pulling this event off and you know calling it a day we we weren't doing we were doing that i guess in hopes of like one day it becoming this really big cool awesome thing but we we're also doing it because we love it you know and so and and we did it not knowing if we were going to be successful or not in the beginning wanting to be successful of So what I'm saying is that the fact that we had already had this plain air event in place and we had already run the show, the show, the plain air event in Slotesburg, plain air art event in Slotesburg. Um, There is a Facebook page. You can go and follow it and see what we've done in the past couple of years. But um, so the fact that we've already had like a format, we already knew we needed X amount of artists. We already knew that we were going to, you know, provide them bottled water. We already knew how to like kind of check them in or you know just the the processes for doing plain air and the plain air was already in the minds of the people from the friends of harmony hall and the people of slotsburg the people that at least were aware of it and so the fact is is like yeah the first year we had 
20 people show up and you know 12 artists so maybe that's like you would be like ah that's not really that great of a success maybe some people might view that as a failure and we could have just quit and stopped right there we could have just never done it to begin with because we thought it would have failed but the fact is is we did it so we did it we did it the first year then we decided to do it again the second year we didn't necessarily double but there was a percentage more success rate with what we did and then the third year we had a lot more success because we we put a lot more energy to it into it but what I'm really saying is that just having this already started even though it wasn't like this amazing thing right out of the gate was because it had already been started it wasn't that hard of a sale for the year that is this year that it just went off so just imagine if I hadn't started this event two years ago or three years ago and I was trying to come to the board and be like, oh, hey, I hear you have all of this grant money that you need to spend on something. I have an idea that's brand new that you never heard of before. You know, like it would have been way less likely that I would have been in the same position to do what we did this year. And so all of that to say that following your dreams or following your passion or taking steps and action towards your goals today might not look like the thing that you want it to look like right out of the gate. But getting started can be the main point, can be exactly why and how you get, you can propel yourself into more or into that larger vision that you were envisioning in the beginning because it's a step-by-step action. It's not, it's cumulative. It's not like you just, you come out the gate and you're like a big giant success, right? I mean, nobody, you have to figure, people have to know who you are. You have to create relationships. You have to, there's so much that goes into it. And the thing is, is if I was talking to myself, then the very beginning, I I didn't know any of these things. I, I was just like, oh, uh, Peter Bush, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, you want to you want to do something? Let's let's do it, you know? So like that was the first little relationship and then that grew into new relationships with the friends of Harmony Hall and then that grew into more relationships with people around Slotsburg and then it just keeps kind of like growing into more relationships, more networking, more knowledge, more awareness. And with that expansion, you also expand the event and so all I'm saying or or your dreams right so just taking the first step if there's anything that you can do for yourself if you feel like you're stuck or if you don't know how to do the thing that you want to do just break it down into one little easy thing that you can do what can you do today what's the one thing you can do can you email somebody can you give somebody a call can you just share the idea with your friend see how how they take it how they respond to it you know just taking it one day at a time it doesn't have to be this massive thing at right away so I mean I guess if you have fifty thousand dollars to put into like market research and all that stuff at the beginning you could you could be there and you could I don't know what was it I heard something about um so corona right corona wanted to release their seltzers this year what a what a great year for corona to release their seltzers and I think there was something like 
they had a $50 million, I mean, don't quote me, I'm just saying stuff, but they had a $50 million marketing campaign before they actually released their seltzers. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, like, what? There's already, like, 16 different seltzers on the market, and now Corona wants to enter the market, and they're literally going to spend $50 million on marketing it? Like, what are they going to earn with that? It just It's just like, I don't know, it blows my mind sometimes that like these things, you know, the amount of money that is out there in these in these types of things. So that's that's all to illustrate that like, yeah, if you have $50 million and you can just have this major marketing campaign, you could probably have the best plain air event ever in the whole world right out the gate. But hey, I think my audience here, I think who I'm talking to are people who are just they're living an ordinary life and they want something extraordinary or they want to feel something more meaningful about their life. They want to pursue something that they haven't yet pursued or that they've always dreamt of pursuing. And so that's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to Corona who has $50 million to spend on a marketing campaign. I'm talking to you, the person who always wanted to paint that amazing painting that's in their brain and it just hasn't come out yet but has but have you went and bought the paint did you get the paint brushes did you put the canvas on the easel do you have an easel did you create space for yourself to do that so just thinking of the little actions that you can take which will help you achieve that big vision and giving yourself some slack man like just give yourself some patience, give yourself some compassion, give yourself the room and the space to screw it up. <laughs> like just, who cares? Make a mess, be, be you learning how to do that thing. And I promise you, I promise you, in the end, you will feel happier. You will feel, even if it doesn't turn out exactly the way you thought it was supposed to turn out, it's still gonna make you feel good at the end of the day. When you put your head on the pillow at night, you're gonna be like, I'm glad that I did that thing. And that's exactly how I feel about coming down here to do this podcast today. I've been having a little bit, I've been being a little, feeling a little overwhelmed. And you know, after the event, I kind of get a little bit of like post event anxiety for some reason. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to give in to that. I'm going to come down here. I don't have anybody to interview this week. I hadn't had the time to really reach out to anybody to, to schedule anything. And, and God knows I've tried. I've been, I've been trying to schedule podcasts. And for some reason, I just haven't been able to get through to anybody. I think it's, a, it's a, like a vacation or a weird time of year to, to get people involved in, in the podcast right now. And so I'm, I decided, hey, I'm just going to talk to you guys straight. Just, just me, Jesse dream a little dream, <laughs> tell you about my event and how it started as a little dream, and it's going to grow into something something much larger than I ever thought it would be, and that's that's my hope, and that's my hope for you. I hope that your dreams, if even if it's the biggest dream you can dream right now, I hope that's your little dream, and I hope after you get to that, you get to that big dream that's in your head right now, and you see from that landscape the larger vision. I hope that for everybody on this podcast... And I just wanted to leave everybody with one other note. I am, speaking of post-event anxiety and being overwhelmed, I am taking a vacation. This year I turned 40 and we had planned to go to Costa Rica 
in um it was in july we were supposed to have gone but i didn't that Costa Rica wasn't even allowing anybody from the United States to come there for a while and we canceled our trip and so I was a little bummed about that as well I mean as we all have had you know through this pandemic I'm sure we've all faced the cancellations and the disappointment that ensues after that and so we're I'm I finally was able to schedule a vacation for me and my family and we're going to go to Provincetown Massachusetts and then we're going to go camping in southern Vermont for a week so I'm taking a full week off I will not be doing a podcast next week and hopefully I'll have much much more podcasts in store for you guys rolling forward and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your summer and thank you so much for listening to the podcast thank you so much for supporting this podcast and listening to me through my journey and all my waffling and (laughs) some of my you know all of all of this journey is a part of this this dream right and so as I move forward I find that I things become easier right things become more comfortable and I think it's just about taking that first step what's that first step so you guys I know you can do it and in the meantime keep following your dreams hey I forgot to mention you just listened to episode 100 Man, and I I was feverishly trying to find somebody because I ended it on episode 99. I, I'm like, I have to have that 100 person. And you know what I decided? I decided that episode 100 would be me just telling you about my planar event and the things that I've discovered and what I've discovered happens when you start to follow your dreams, when you start to take action, when you start to take those steps, irrespective of what the outcome is going to be. So I believe in you, and in the meantime, take that first step so that you can continue to follow your dreams. Mm -hmm.